Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbo De Oguntui. Hello out there and welcome to another edition of Sports 360 Podcast. Things are happening thick and fast across the world of sports and we're here to analyze some of the issues raised up in the last few weeks or days or so. My guys are here as always and it promises to be another exciting edition. So keep listening out there and thanks for all the nice words of encouragement we have received on Sports 360 Podcast. We'll continue to try and bring you the best. Always. Alright, we'll start from the home front. Bodio Gucci will set the table for us. He's the expert on this topic. I call him the man on the troublesome beat because trouble seems to always rear his ugly head when it comes to issues in Nigerian sports generally and football in particular. And let's start with the Ifeanyi Uba situation. Uh, Ifeanyi Uba was supposed to play MFM in the, when the league resumed, March the 20, in Enugu. They normally play at home yep. in Newi. We heard there were issues they were ordered to play in Enugu. MFM turned up. Match official, everybody turned up. If anybody were nowhere to be found, they waited the customary time. The referee blew off the match. LMC decides three points and three goals to the away side. Walk over. If anybody retorts with a long letter, not a protest, more like an appeal, explaining why appeal. They, <laughs> they did not honor the match and why the match should not be deemed the walkover and why it should be a replay should be ordered. So, but they will tell us. I've tried to summarize it. What are the real issues? What was the issue with Inewi? What was why were they ordered to play in Enugu and all of that? So we get a full view of what went down with that situation. Um, first off, during uh, match day fourteen, okay, against Rivers United, FC, FC Fanyuba at their home stadium. At Newi, at the FC, if I'm in Barcelona, at Newi, uh, there was an altercation. One okay. of their fans rounded up on and pounded the referee. Mm. Following that incident, the LMC banned them to Enugu. Okay, banished them to Enugu. Banished them to Enugu. Their next game, their next home game was against the Jigawa Golden Stars, which which they which they honored in Enugu. They, okay. they, they played that one, that one in Enugu, and of course, the first stanza ended. Mm. The league got on break for, th- for 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 three weeks. Now, just before. They are week twenty game against MFM before the resumption before of the, the resumption of of, of the of the league. Mm. Correspondence was sent sent to FC Fanyuba, the match officials and their opponents, um, MFM, MFM. That the game will be played at two pm mm-hmm. at the same stadium in Enugu. That's now the Azikiwe Stadium where, where they've been playing their matches since week fourteen. Since week yeah, since the incident of week fourteen. Week fourteen yeah. of week fourteen. MFM showed up there. The match of officials showed up there. And we knew trouble was brewing when, when MFM tweeted. 
that we are here at the Enugu Stadium with at the Nam Dazigo Stadium in Enugu with match officials, we cannot find the home team. Yeah. And so we waited. Not long after, I think the match officials here they performed the usual walkover rights mm. and they left. And the, the match the the uh, the match commissioner's report of course showed that FC Fanba were walked over by MFM. And it's also decided by the LMC. On Monday, on the on the Monday after, on, on, the, on, on the on the Monday after, SFM came out with a long, like 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 you noted, mm. a long statement, detailing what happened and saying no. B- before that, the first release a short, a short statement saying that, oh, we, we had done what was right, we had apprehended the, the person that was guilty. And we felt that since we had done everything that, that, that they said we should do, mm. of course, understand that the, the concern of the, 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 rule, the, the rule book says that before every game, that you must ensure that there's adequate security for match officials at the venue, which mm. meant that there, there should have been no reason for any fan to get near the referee. To get inside the stadium. And secondly, even if that should be about to happen, there should be enough security on ground to apprehend and hand over and, and take the person for, 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 for later, for prosecution later. All this didn't happen. Mm. So FC, FC by man, I said, look, since we have, we have, we apprehended the person that did this, that, 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 beat, that, that harassed the referee and we handed him over to the match commissioner, not the police. <laughs> and that the man pleaded with the match, match commissioner who released him. And since we are take, taking care of our part by apprehending the person, we have done the right thing and we have upgraded the security at our venue. We felt that they should have pardoned us. And so okay. we refused to go to Enugu because the match should have been played at Newi. Okay. The match commissioner, let me ask one or two questions quickly. The match commissioner, is he a security official? How is the match commissioner supposed to apprehend somebody who flouts the rules? What, what is he supposed to do? He's just supposed to write a report. Uh, are you asking me, DG? Yes, I'm, I'm reporting to you. What if I message? <laughs> don't, don't ask me. Don't ask me that question. And did they get any uh, correspondence that says no, no, okay, no, no, none, was, none in, whatsoever? Okay, so this was in just fact, their feeling. Their feeling, yes. Now, assumption. assumption. That came out. The LMC did not budge, and, the, and that was when the that came out with this lengthy, lengthy, lengthy explanation, mm. insisting that look, we are correct. In fact. They said that there's no law, which was not true, that there's no law that says that any team could be awarded three points and three goals. Abba. But exactly. That's a worldwide rule, more Ex- or less. Exactly. So where we are now, um, um, uh, in fact, their letter went on to their letter went on to went on to insinuate that, oh, this is a plot by the Anambra uh, State government. The victim. Because, you know, our chairman, uh, Senator Fan Yuba, wants to run for the governorship, uh, mm-hmm. wants to contest uh, contest mm-hmm. in the governor, governorship, hold on, the governorship election that the, the, the Anambra government, they have influenced the LMC and they are now, they are now victimizing us because this way they can frustrate our chairman. What has the Anambra State government got to do with this? You know, Yemi, do you get the feeling that because of antecedents, Clubs feel they can do certain things and get away with it. Because it's happened many times. Sanctions are given. Sanctions are handed down. After a few weeks, they, they overturn those sanctions and it's like slap on the wrist and everything is back to normal. And then you also get the feeling that because their owner 
I think he's a senator now, if I'm not mistaken. He's a senator. Like, but they said they are playing the victim, bringing in political sentiments and all the unnecessary things. And because where I'm sitting or standing, yes. I'm not sure I'm sitting actually. <laughs> I'm not sure that at some point you will find out that somebody will come, it is no one come and say, go and replay that game. I, I, I won't be surprised. I, I won't be surprised because be it's surprised. not set in stone because we've seen incidents like we've that happen. Things like that happen. Do you think club here feel we can get away with almost anything? Of course, because that's what happens when the authorities responsible for administering a league refuse to follow their rules to the letter. Their own rules. I think this has to be some kind of record for a home team to be walked over. I'm I'm not sure. I have to do some research on that (laughs) for the home team to be walked over. Yeah. It has to be some kind of record. But this has happened time and time. In fact, in their lengthy response, they also gave an example. They yeah, made exactly. reference to Casino United yeah, exactly. and Quara United and some of the hostilities that happened in that game and that Casino United were not banished to play to play elsewhere. So, mm. you know, that's what, on one side. And that's what happens mm. in a league where the administrators of the league don't follow the rules to that. Incon- inconsistency. You know, in uh, implementation of yeah, the rules. We said it time and time again that we need to get to a point where issues of crime violence should lead to deduction of points. And ironically, in the regulations, it is stated somewhere there. But it's something that is tactfully kind of <laughs> overlooked. <laughs> you know? So small prints. Oh yeah. You mm. need to we need to get to that point. And it's ironic that if I ever trying to play the victim, mm. you know, where the privately owned team, mm. uh, the the footballing footballing industry doesn't want to encourage private investors, that's on one hand. Mm. Then you bring in politics. Oh, because, I, come on. It's a very simple thing. Your away team got communication, you play the mm. Nubu. Match communication and got communication, play the Nubu. The key factor Everybody was, got, the key you, factor was, you did not get communication that you are, your, they, your matches they, have been returned, returned to, to your so, I mean, you took a decision, so you should, as you lay your bed, but then you should, you should lie on it. Lie on it. I agree, but you know, uh, um, Yemi made a point that I think we should emphasize. Okay. Several times, we also have said, look, the incidents of unrest at mm. this venue. So, and so, what is the LMC or the NFF saying about it? And sometimes after 40, 72 hours... It goes silent. No, no, no. You, you get the response, oh, we are waiting for the match commissioner's report. Mm. Yeah. And then the question goes, we, we have seen the match results. We have seen pictures of what happened. Why is it taking so long? Is the match commissioner's report, is it trekking to your offices <laughs> from, the, from the arena? Or is it, uh, or is it that it, it has missed its flight? The, 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 the other thing is that sometimes, like you said, inconsistencies. All of us were present. When the when when the captain of Cano Pillars put up that show of shame in Lagos, yeah, uh, mm. uh, d- d- during this uh, d- during the um, super uh, super super, super, four, super, super six, uh, so, so, uh, a, a couple of years back, and the, the the reaction was, oh, you have been banned for twelve games. Mm. I think two or three games after that, there was an FA, FA Cup. I said, oh, it was banned for the league, <laughs> not the FA Cup, and even then. When the league started. When the league started. When Canopilas lost a couple of matches, oh, he has shown enough remorse. He has not even been bad. He has not missed up to seven matches. Oh, he cannot go back and continue playing. Look, when teams and players realize that they have people at their teams mm. or in their states who can press the right buttons 
and they can do anything mm. when the law is not fully followed. Yeah. When laws are broken and there are no reactions, mm. people feel that they can get away with anything. I think it's one of major weaknesses. That of is our, that's, of a major, that's a major, mm. major, major weakness. Well, it's not that ironic major, that in week 14 that this thing happened, the games are supposed to be behind closed doors. Exactly. No fans. So, if I should even suffer additional punishment from the presidential... Getting into from the, the yeah. Given what happened between Van Dresser and Oshu United, because yeah. Oshu United were fined heavily by the NNL. Because, because there were fans. There were fans. Yeah, one million. Mm. Mm. They have absolutely nothing to stand on. Okay. But let, let's, let's, let's leave Ifan Yuba, but he raised a point that I think we should address. And that is the fact that what is the point of having rules and regulations and meeting out sanctions and you have this unwillingness to see it through? What's the point? First and foremost, I, I, I've been wondering, I believe that Sheo Diko and the LMC as is constituted today have zero political will to change the course to enforce rules of NPFL. Okay. Why? Because Sheo Diko doubles as this vice president of the NFF. Okay. If we are serious about changing the course of the NPFL, that position as chairman of the LMC Being needs, to automatic, be exclusive. Yes, exclusive. Be exclusive. needs yeah. to be exclusive. Just like in the Premier League, where the, the Premier League uh, CEO or whatever is completely... Has no business. Bring somebody from who outside. Who is not a football... Who's not... Who's just a pure administrator. If you don't do that, you continue to have this because what happens is you have people who will pick up the phone mm. and call Shildiko and say, what's going on? Mm. Why is my team suffering this punishment? Why is this happening to my team? And because we know the NFF, the way they are constituted, we always go cap in hand to certain governments. Influence peddling. Of course. Mm. So, mm. eventually, when it rubs, and we, the, the, the examples are too, too, many, too many. Too, too many. many. Too, too many. many. Too many. I actually wrote an article about this a couple of years ago about how teams are sanctioned and because I think that I can't remember the team when I was Gumbio they were banished to a place to play their games after two three games uh, there was even no appeal but there was a reprieve <laughs> a reprieve and suddenly we're back to they playing and back when people ask the question they say oh, no like you said about uh, the other one no uh, they have shown enough remorse blah 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 so I think it's at the root of the matter where clubs feel Let's do it. We can sort it out later. Yeah, exactly. Maybe political uh, influence, peddling and all of that. It remains to be said, buddy, if we are not ready to be, abide strictly by the rules, this league will not grow. Ever. Um, we, we've been at this point for several years, yeah, DG. Yeah. I have been victims of fans, fan, fan violence. Mm. Uh, there's that famous violent video. Brutality. <laughs> that was brutality, brutality, no violence. I have, I have several videos from my 90 minute days where mm. I'm running with the camera and yelling for my life and all that. And we keep saying that this has got to stop. In fact, there was a time we proposed a two strike rule. Violence mm. on the ground, two, two times. Doesn't matter whether it's last season, second strike, you get relegated. Mm. And you get serious about it. I mean, and then, of course, we, we've, we've also proposed the, and the points, the points, uh, deduction uh, the deduction, deduction rule. But, you know, the authorities, they hear this 
and somewhere in their in, in the secrecy of their meeting places, mm. they, they just smile and and, and say, this one don't know anything because they share the same table. Yeah. Um, like uh, Yemi said, the the, the there are rumors that the, the the chairman of the LMC. That was my question. Next question. Exactly. So, so you are it's eyeing the top job, the top job at the NFF, mm. which meant that all the people that will do the voting, he can't step on toes. He <laughs> cannot afford to. Mm. And so, the fa- look, Euros and article also did that. It is not, it's not our league; it's their league. Yes, it is mm. their league. Mm. Because if it is mm. our league, I mean, I mean the fans. If it's our league, we should we, we should be able to go to the to the arena, confident that we see unbiased officiating. Yeah. That will, that will, uh, that will, that will, that uh, we, we, we can take our children and, and be secure and we'll spend mm. our money to ensure that the league grows. But because we can't do these things, we can't put money in the league. And because we're not putting money in the league, mm. but you made, you, made a, you made a very, very, very valid, valid point. These were the same problems LMC was set up to eradicate. Yeah. But here we are. Exactly. Years later, crowd violence, biased officiating, Insecurity in the stadiums, boardroom politics, uh, sanctions not being followed through. These are the, so let me ask a question, Yemi. What has LMC solved? Nothing. Funny thing, when um the last chairman, uh Nduka Rabo. Nduka. When Nduka Rabo was chairman, remember Nduka was is a pure, pure technocrat. Yeah. He had he had no dog in the fight. Mm. None. Mm. And he had no ambition and he had no, no ambition. No ambition. Except to make the league better. Yeah. There was we actually made some progress. Oh, progress. Okay. We actually made progress. Okay. In fact, at a point, he would he would never admit it. And in all our conversations, he never admit, admitted it to me. Um I think the year when he said, look, the, the calf licensing thing, uh, he said, look, mm. if it's only three teams that meet it, they'll play themselves five, five times and we'll, and we'll have a league champion. And we will start the league. But at some point, the pressure came. It's obvious there is no political will to exactly. see this thing. It's obvious exactly. that one of the major problems we have in our league is the fact that most of the clubs are government-owned. Yeah. And the owners, quote and unquote, of the clubs, governors, administrators, can wield a lot of influence and the administrators are afraid to step on toes. So, they eventually back down on situations like this. Don't be surprised. I mean, it's not likely, but I won't be surprised if <laughs> there, there's a replay or that in this match uh, at some point you know so a lot of reorganization needs to be done I think you made, we made the point here that get let the LMC be headed maybe like Mundugara be headed by somebody who doesn't have any any affiliations, any to, affiliations anybody. to anybody who's probably very neutral <laughs> I will stick to the rules take one of the, look and now we know that uh, there's, a, there's a 10 year rule for bank managers mm. after 10 years you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. M- MDs rather. Yeah. Uh, Although some people have found a way. I know they have found a way around mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. just take one of them. Somebody who would, you know, we are, I, I feel, drive, who would drive yes. the kind of because, commercializing. You know, I mean, we keep going back to the Premier League. That's what the Premier League did when they went to start yeah. the Premier League. The, the people running the show, not affiliated to any clubs, some of them commercial, economic backgrounds, just grow this league get as a business. board members that are board members and let, let, let the league, the whole, the, all, all the teams, let them send the two or three representatives. Mm. So they don't, they don't affect okay. any, any decision making. We leave that. They are there to just mm. oversee the interests of the other teams. We wait we and see what happens, but we leave that. And on the question of reorganization and uh, retooling and revamping, a huge European club side probably needs a retool or a reset, or a reboot. 
<laughs> because things ain't just working this season. Aston Villa. <laughs> huge European club indeed. <laughs> Who says huge European club? Uh, well, the, there's, a, there's a similarity between Aston Villa and the club we're talking about. They are former European champions. See, tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Juventus. You hear me? As we speak, Juventus are out of the Champions League places. As we speak, they've lost their nine-year stranglehold on the Serie A title. As we speak, the man that started that reign has ended it. <laughs> Charles Antonio Conte. And as we speak, Yemi, things ain't just working in Turin. Can <sighs> we place all that on the table of the fact that they got a quote-unquote rookie as a coach in the, pres- in the presence of Andres Pillo? Or are the problems deeper than the pillow appointment or the pillow appointment? Hmm. In- interesting um, outlook, interesting question. I think the problems are deeper. Hmm. Um, deeper in the sense that, like you said, Conte started the, you know, the rain. The rain. Hmm. And then somewhere along the line, Allegri came on hmm. and then they went to Sari. I think at the point where he got rid of Allegri, that for me was the tipping point. But at the same Sorry, time... Why did you get rid of Sari? Well, 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 I'm going okay, there. Please, I just... So, yeah, I didn't want to forget that. With Allegri, Juve made... did something critical. They were always good at signing free agents. Okay. So managing their books, getting the best talent at very... Minimal at zero to, mm. to nothing. Of course, they've got probably the biggest talent of them all in Cristiano Ronaldo to change the course because you were going through a proper revamp mm. and rebrand both on and off the pitch both the stadium change their logo trying to be a proper European brand and also winning the Champions League was the end result so mm. with Allegri they got to two finals but somehow they felt he wasn't playing the kind of football they wanted to See, which is rubbish, if you ask me. Salibor. All this nonsense <laughs> about footballers we play, the particular mm. is nonsense, a whole of BS. So they went to Sari, who, yes, at Napoli had a really good team mm. that actually ran Juventus very close. Very close yeah. But then Sari had a tough year at Chelsea. At Chelsea. Of course, it was more or less kicked out of Chelsea because the Expectations at Chelsea were also, even though he ended his reign at Chelsea with an European trophy. Mm. So, came to Juventus and things even got more difficult. Knocked out in the early stages of the knockout round in the Champions League, just like the previous season mm. under Allegri as well. And that European dream was cut short at the first knockout, at the knockout round. So, they said, look, this is not looking good. But I felt you could have stuck with Sarri. Mm. Because, hey... At the end of the year, he won the league. He won the league anyway. Yeah, he won the league. Yeah, but this is just irony about how Sarri won the league. He had won it before the last day, but because mm. he had a poor run of form to the end yeah, of the yeah. season, the, the, yeah. the league gap was just a point to him. But he had won the league before then. So, now they didn't make any sensible signings in that so-called revamp when they brought the... No, let me not use the word clueless. You have already used it. (laughs) (laughs) The rookie Pelo, which 
seem to be the direction a lot of so-called big European clubs are going. You know, let me stop you there, Yemi, but it's becoming a romant- the romanticism of football. Ex-player, fantastic player, and then there's this dream that he will translate into a super coach, super Frank Lampard, Arteta. He worked with the likes of Guardiola and Zidane to a point. But was this hmm. even United, <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Those two examples that you mentioned, mm. Guardiola and Zidane, mm. remember they were they were involved. They were involved. Yeah. They were teams. Yeah, Pelo was involved in the youth. No, he had just gotten the academic job. Okay, that's true. That's true. I just got that pointed. Do you get the feeling that there is this, there is this, yeah, fantasy sort by management that a club legend, popular appointment with the fans, and all of that. I've listed examples, and we just because at the point in time, for me. No matter how I want to criticize Sari, he just won the league. To go from a Sari to, with all due respect to Pelo, a rookie, did that make sense? It, it depends on what you are planning to do with that appointment. Okay. You mentioned Lampard. Lampard had a good season with Derby. Mm. And then Chelsea jumped on the, on, on the Lampard train. Mm. In the Premiership, we had no absolutely no experience. Mm. I think, unlike, the, yeah, granted, um, uh, both uh, Guardiola and um, Zidane, and Zidane, they they, they 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 were successful at the first attempt. But like I said, they were working with players that they developed themselves. Players that they, they knew. They, they, they were involved apart, in yeah, part of their development. Fact that, that, that's a very crucial point, apart, actually. Apart, apart from the fact that they are used to the structure of the club, and so any fantasy how they play, mm. they knew how the club played, and they are part of the process. Now, for for, for, for a Lampard, for instance, I feel that even if I go to jump on the Lampard train, mm. Lampard had proved up to a point that he, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, because his debut team nearly got promoted. They nearly got promoted, mm-hmm. but we didn't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was after Villa. Uh, 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 <laughs> Having said that, he now got to Chelsea, started well. There's always... He got them into the he, Champions He got them to the Champions mm-hmm. League. And look, you know, at that period, he didn't have any transfer activity. Yeah, no, transfer that was not that performance. Although we knew that... That's why I said initially that it depends on what you, what you want to do with that with that appointment. We mm. knew that there was no point he was not going to hit, to hit rocky, rocky, rocky Waters. And he did. When he did, if Chelsea had been like, you know what? Give him time. Mm. Let, 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 him, let, him, let, let him learn with this curve. Yeah. But instead, they pulled the trigger. Mm. Now, the question, for me, it's, it's depend on what Juventus, what they, what they do with Perlo. Okay. If they don't pull the trigger, this transfer, give him one more year. Mm. Know that you are to... exactly see, that, that's <laughs> the thing. And as I say, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to romanticize your team and bring in an ex player, let him go through the ranks, let him learn the ropes, let him learn the ropes, mm, let him work him. with, mm. and let him develop players that will respond to him who play for him. Because look, I, I realize that in Europe now, most of this, no matter how big a player is, if he doesn't like the coach. No, it's player power now. It's player power. Player power is all the about player the player has got to uh, want to play for the coach. Okay, Yemi, um, you mentioned about recruitment. I'm not sure, to be fair, did Pelo bring in anybody? Brought in uh, Winston McKinney. Okay. From Schalke. Uh, they swapped 
Well, I'm not sure that was his deal, but it happened to be fair. Look, look at the stats. Atomelo. Look at the stats. Mm. The top scorer is Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. Mm, 27 is, goals. The next person is Alvaro Morata on nine. Has a huge, humongous gap. And then you have Federico Riesa, eight. McKinney, five. Kululeski, four. Dybala, three. Bonucci, even, and Alessandro even got in there of some strikers. Those are defenders. And, of course, Grand Carrado with most assists and all of that. You look at the constitution of the team. Even before Pelo came. Before you do that, can I ask, can I, can I ask you two the experts one question? <laughs> What's that? Look at the teams that Guardiola and Zidane built. We are mentioning, we mentioned mm. acquisitions. Mm. How many big players, in quotes, did they add to the teams that they worked with? Mm. Bear mm. in mind that Guardiola had this, had this habit of discarding which he did at Barcelona. Experience. Experience. He discarded Eto, he discarded, uh, uh, he discarded even the Ivorian. Uh, Ture. 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 It, it practically threw out three away all the players that are big names that are still almost in their prime. For Pedro players. was about to be jettisoned by the club. He brought him back because he knew him from the, yeah. from the youth team. So, so when you're talking about acquisitions, I think when you have worked with the under-23 team, they also that's why I'm going to bring in a player. You know, under-23, they also have their own league. Yeah. yeah. It would likely bring in a player from among that set that I played mm. against mm. that I mean, the players have to look up to him and that mm. will play for him not to disrupt his, his, from, his, his from a tactical perspective Yemi do you see what are the deficiencies you see mm. in Andres Pelo and the t- way he sets up his team or this Juventus team for this season I think first of all the team lacked a bit of identity um, half the time they look like um Give when the ball they, to, up, <laughs> give, they look like give the ball to Ronaldo and just and just sit back and just wait for him to do something. Mm. But that is the easiest way to look at it. But with respect to structure, um, sometimes they look like they're playing a back four, then it looks like a three and a half, <laughs> then it goes to a back three. But my problem, main problem with them, how has always been the central midfield. Yeah, um, the likes of Atomelo, with the way I see that he wanted to play. They needed someone in midfield that could exert control, you know, keep the ball, good ball rotations. But somehow, the men just didn't work. They had the likes of Bentoko, who for me remains one of the better midfielders that they have. Mm. Why? Because of what he contributes, combative, the industry, and what of you. And I thought Wilson McKinney also came in and has you done made it, You've made a good work. point. Where is the proper number 10 in this team? Well, that you can that, that, think of <laughs> the likes of um, other players that we know as top quality, creative midfielders. I don't see anyone in this team. Yeah, you see a lot of um, hard workers. Yes, graft. Graft more than craft. Yes, a lot of. So where you are, where you are expecting creativity is from the wide areas. So Corrado being one, either when mm. he plays as a fullback or as a wing back, uh, Chiesa being a winger. Or when Diabala is in his element. Mm. So really, the team in general lacked that core creativity. The X factor. And I think that's where they were lacking. Of course, defensively, uh, the lead suffered from, from injuries this season. Mm. Mm. They've had to try to re, um, have go back in time with Kellini and Bonucci. Somehow it didn't work. So, if there's a team that needs... I'm, I'm not sure... A revamp mm. will work on that period because it doesn't look like it will work. Mm. 
So if they're ever going to make a decision, this is the most critical time to make a decision who will replace Pelo. Paulo has managed 48 games in total, won 30, drawn 10, lost 8. You know, on the face of ideally, it, it sort of doesn't look like record. a good result. I am bad record. It doesn't look like a bad record, ideally. Yeah. But it's just that if you've won the league nine times in a row, you expect that even if you don't win that league, you, you get somewhere. to the top four. Yep. They are currently fit, buddy. How huge will it be? And do you think Pelo will keep his job if they eventually, at the end of the season, don't reach the Champions League? I think for Juventus fans, it's a given. Every, se- every season, they want, to, they, they want to play in the Champions League. Um, and I think in Italy, just, just flip it and imagine uh, um, a Barcelona or a Real Madrid finish out of the top four in Spain. The outcry will be huge. And no matter how, no matter how, how, how well they love him, uh, I think the same way um, uh, Chelsea fans hung out from Clamper to, to dry, mm-hmm. and the same way Allegri will be quartered by Juventus fans. It will be huge. Yeah, Pelo, you mean? Okay. Uh, Pelo, rather. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they hung, they hung uh, Pelo out. To, it, the actual will be huge. And even if the, if, even if the, uh, uh, the Agnelli family, if, if they want to keep him and see how, how, how we'll do next year, um, uh, it will take only three or four games next season. Just one, hey, look, if he plays there and if he loses one, he's dead. He'll come for his head straight away. And then, of course, you can't look away from the coconut head that they're doing with the European Super League. Mm. Uh, mm. That, yeah, they're still being the very stubborn about that. continue on that, on that mm. path, the because more they'll potentially Because they're the only fans. Italian team and their yes, threats yes. that they might be thrown out of the league out. if they don't abandon um, that project. Sometimes, though, when it comes to the choice of a coach. Personally, I feel it's what you call any minimum anymore. Yeah. Sometimes, you get an experienced coach who is well-versed, he bombs. Yep. You get a rookie who appears to not to know his right from left, he works. And so, blossoms. it is a very tough choice to make. So, what were the merits of the Pelo appointments? Was it just a flight of fancy I think it was the first of <laughs> It wasn't because realistic. They, they couldn't, Who else could they have gotten at I that think point in at time? At that time, they just wanted, look, really, we, they, they, they panicked to put the trigger on Sari. Mm. And they were like, you know what, really, do we really need to stress ourselves and start splashing? And there may be a cheaper option. cheaper option. Because a, a big name goes to like, require and, a lot I, I, of I might be wrong, but I somehow think maybe the kind of underestimated the threat that Inter and the, the rest of the wing it yeah, and still managed to win now like you said about the the, the announcement or appointment of coaches the rumor is that they're looking at a leg break and I'm asking myself <laughs> why did you fire the guy in the first place you know yeah. when, when you have made a mistake and you have uh, what do you put it the skills are egg on your face egg on your face okay, your and face. you're like ah, why don't we just go to the to the devil that we know. Hey, but if, look, if they go back to Allegri, would it be such a bad thing? It won't be a bad thing, but it will just be a clear indication that, oh, you really know what you're doing in the first instance, what you fired him. What I would do, and I think that a lot of Juventus fans because will be I, glad. I have a lot of Arsenal fans who want to go back to Venga. I would pull the stops if I was handing Juventus today. I'll pull the stops to get to get Zidane. 
Okay, you it, think you will leave? You think you will leave? You think you will leave Madrid? That's why I said pull the stuff. Okay, the same governizing wanted to governize the fans, governize the fan base. You will have it because he's also have it with he's, he's also a club legend, and, he's and proven that he's proven he can do it. Well, that, 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 that's, that's actually a very, a very good choice for them, option for them. But Pelo is hanging tough. He's talking tough. And at times, you find that these club legends tend to buy quote-unquote time somehow. Ateta? Ateta. <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, which, well, you can say, yeah, well, you can doing, say, they can say he's doing well it, now. It, it, exactly. See, that's it. That's, so that's, 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 that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Exactly. Patience. Because maybe if Chelsea had been patient with Lampard, because there was a time that Ole was united by 14, 15 yeah, on the table. I just want to tell you now that well, we are very happy where we are. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's hindsight. Like Every, one of them is smiling in the is background. Hindsight. <laughs> you know? It's hindsight. But, you know, do you think that if he manages to stick to that top four, they might hold on about five months, let's see what develops because he's back in the Champions League. I'm not sure he's going to get that top four. No, I'm just assuming now for the sake of our discussion. No, if he hangs in there if, and gets that top four. If the sound bites that I'm hearing, especially from Juventus fans, is anything to go by, he's out of the door. He's mm. out of the door. I, I don't think, I don't think there's any chance, first of all, that they will make, I, I could be wrong, that they will make that top four. Because I'm looking at Atalanta, even though Atalanta still needs to play Milan, I'm looking at the form Napoli are in, mm. and it just looks bleak. Yeah, that they can break that up. And they have Inter in their sights. They are going to play. They are going to play Inter. Well, Inter may have relaxed. They won the title, so that happens a lot well, well, with teams. They have a final of Coppa Italia. Mm. Um, Maybe they're right against Atalanta. I'm not sure. There are no guarantees. I'm not even sure that <laughs> that is enough collateral. Uh, there are even no guarantees for that because Atalanta are right now in very good form. Uh, so, well, for me, a lot of things in football are, uh, what you call, pardon my Yoruba, EJ, EJ. Yes, sir. You know, at times you try something, it works, try it, it doesn't work. Revenge have tried this, apparently it's not working. But we'll wait and see whether they will pull the trigger or whether they will uh, stick with, stick or twist, they will stick with Andres Pello. Well, one team will definitely want to stick with this guy. They may not win any title. They may not even make the playoffs, but they are getting huge numbers out of him. And he has become a legend of the sport. We talked about Steph Curry a few weeks ago. We're talking today about uh, Russell. I call him Russell T.D. Westbrook. (laughs) I've renamed him Russell T.D. Westbrook. T.D. for triple-double. Russell Westbrook just eclipsed the great Oscar Robertson's record of 181 triple-doubles Set in 1974, and a lot of people thought that record was untouchable. Yep. Until it was touched, not only touched, and toppled over by Russell Westbrook. But you and I have talked about Russell Westbrook many Many times on our radio show. When he was at OKC with with James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant, which, with the benefit of hindsight, probably if they had stayed together, that would have become a dynasty. Yeah. I think they lost an NBA final. And it all went pear-shaped after that. We've talked about him when he joined Harden again at uh, Rockets. Rockets. And, you know, personality clashes and all of that. But somehow, he pulls these triple-doubles. But I want you to set the tone for us and explain to everybody out there how difficult 
is a triple double in the game of basketball. How now these guys made it look like it's not a kick in the park. Ah, <laughs> uh, DG. Um, of the current, first off, Westbrook and Oscar Rob- Rob- Robertson with mm-hmm. a one eight one eight two and one eight one triple doubles, they stand alone. Yeah. Right now, the top, the top six uh, of the players currently in, in the NBA, mm-hmm. the top six. Um, apart, uh, uh, sorry, the top five apart from Westbrook, Westbrook. those after Westbrook, LeBron James has um, 99 triple doubles, he's fifth on the all time list. James Harden has 58, 99 to 58. Mm-hmm. James is second. So, uh, um, uh, look, uh, what was his name? Has almost double. Westbrook, Westbrook has almost double, double what James had. James has. <coughs> James has almost double what, uh, yeah, LeBron James has almost double what Harden has. Nikola Jokic has 56. Then there's Luka Doncic with 35. Mm. And then there's Ben Simmons with 32. The prime um, players. Exactly. And now, just look at it again this way. Karim Abdul-Jabbar and Kobe Bryant in their career, mm. they are 21 each. Mm. The two of them. Mm. Chris Paul, 16. Kevin Durant, 12. And Stephen Curry has 7. Mm. Now, wow. these are great players. And I read somewhere that Allen Iverson had only, only one. one. Yes, only, only one. In his entire one. career. Exactly, in, in his career. So, wow. It's not. It's no, it's not, like in football. It's like a player scoring a hat trick every game. That's what. That's what it is. That's what it is. And you know, in the last eight games he has played this season, last eight he's had seven. Seven. Mm. seven. That's the total of four Steph Curry has in his career. Mm. Look, triple double is not a joke. Although uh, later on uh, we, we, we look at the flip side of it, mm. but mm. as yeah. it stands yeah. now, um, also uh, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook um, he also holds the record for for the season best in triple doubles. With 42 yeah, yeah. in 2016 17 season, um, of, of course, Osiris Robinson is number two on that list with 41 in uh, that's had in 1961 62 season. So it took uh, it, it took Russell Westbrook almost 50 years to break the season record that that the big big goal has. So mm. that tells you that triple double that Russell Westbrook, Westbrook has turned to a daily affair, a yeah. nightly affair. It's one of the hardest things to achieve, to achieve on, the in ba- on, 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 the, on, on, on basketball court in basket in, uh, on, on the basketball floor. But interestingly, look if you if I look at the stats, I have the stats in front of me in terms of points. I discovered that it started in two thousand and eight. He had an average of thirty nine points, thirty nine point eight points per season average. From two thousand and nine to two thousand and eighteen, he was in the forties easily. Average number of points in the forties, but for the last two seasons, it's dropped to twenty-seven and twenty-two in terms of uh, points made. So his points average has dropped a bit, but it looks like as the years wore on, the last two, the last two seasons, triple doubles have dropped more. We've had that criticism of him of. Um, yeah, I mean, he's always padding up the stats. But he and I have criticized him severally, hugging the ball, wants to take all the shots, even when people are in a better place position. But having said that, if you look at it, what he's done is not easy. No, it's not. That's why like all the criticism. It's not easy, but I will still criticize him. <laughs> I think he's a ball hogger. I think he's too individualistic because... Just but you know, I mean, let, let me argue with you. Triple doubles... 
have to do with not only points. I know. Assists. Assists. I, I agree. I agree. Assists. I agree. I agree. Mm. I agree. But still, and rebounds. I look at all the triple doubles in all its glory. Mm. And I look at the team performances. And it's a far cry. The Wizards are, I think, 10th in the East, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Mm. If not for the potential play-in, they will not even be in out the, in the playoff equation. Then when they went to Houston, you said the last two seasons, his numbers kind of dropped. Of mm. course, you had James Harden there, who is probably the ultimate, the other ultimate burger. In, 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 and the, someone that also holds as many points as possible. From the OKC, when they had a potential dynasty in their hands, mm. till he broke off, till those guys left, they did a few trades, brought in a few players, and still, look at how OKC fell off before he left for Houston. Went to Houston, and then the coach decided to have a bit of a, is it a brainwave? Or sometimes decided to start playing small ball. And then they fell off as well. And now it's come to Wizards, who, whether I like it or not, is kind of elevated the Wizards um, mm. brand franchise. But still, he has a brand, uh, Bradley Beal, who also stacks up points. But still, look at the fall off in the performances of the teams that he's belonged to. So for me, the all those numbers doesn't reflect in the team results. So that's why I'll let Bode respond to that. First off, um, let, let me disagree with you on Look, I, I'm one of the biggest critics of of Westbrook. I know that. Um, I, 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 I used to say that no team can win a championship with Westbrook running on the roster. The, uh, on, on the roster. I agree. Because of what <laughs> he does. But I said the same thing about James Harden. Yeah, still, he hasn't and won Harden, the championship. They, no, no, he hasn't won it. But Harden, surprisingly, shockingly, he got to uh, he got to to the nets. His stats have trailed off, but the individual performance they are still brilliant when oh, it's on the floor. Now here's the thing: when you are about the best player on the floor and you have a will to win, there's no way you will not appear to be stat padding when you are compelled to do everything. Look, if you are talking about just when 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 he was with with, with the Thunder before he started recording triple doubles. Um, you see him uh, do very well in assists and scoring. You can you can you can start padding with scoring when you don't pass the ball. But you see that when you have 17, 18, 15 assists in a game, that itself is ridiculous. Although it's, it's always been and said. I think that's why the point starts to drop. Exactly. Because now he's giving because up, he's he's taking less up shots. the ball yeah. more. He's actually taking less shots. I mean, if, if you look at it, the statistics of, of the number of shots it, it took when, 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 uh, in, in those days at OKC and in the early days at Houston before the, uh, the break-off with, uh, with, with James Harden. Now, he's more of a team player. And for me, I'm sitting. I think for once in his life, Westbrook will extend his selfishness. Do like Harden, do like Kevin Durant, look for a team that can give you a championship, accept a lesser role, and go get a ring. Yeah, but with the amount of as it is now, it's guaranteed. It's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. No, no, no. Without it's, gar- a doubt. It's, gu- it's guaranteed. Without it, now I think he should add a ring to his resume. I was. Yeah, that was my. That was my. That was my next question. I was going to come to that. That was my next question. Uh, now, I think he's mellowed. Yes, he has. I think he's matured. 
Definitely, I don't he's, think he's, he's a he's a better he's a better all round player. I don't think he can win the NBA title at the Wizards. It's not going to happen. Do you think there's a team out there where he will be the perfect fit or the missing piece in the puzzle? Unfortunately, and the, for him to go ahead and probably because it's, or the ultimate is getting the ring. Does he have a ring around the corner with the right fit? Which team? You have been shaking his head. <laughs> Unfortunately, the G, um, uh, I, I don't know how many years um, he has left on his contract. Mm. I, I would have said, oh boy, get on your bike and go to the box. Mm. If he becomes a free, free agent, man, just take a, take a hike. Box? Go to the... Go to KD, Kyrie, Harden. No, no, not, not Nets. Box. Okay, oh, 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 box, sorry. Giannis, Giannis. Oh, okay, okay. Go with Giannis. Okay, the okay. team that Giannis has now, okay. with Giannis okay. inside, him outside. Woo! Okay, okay. I get you. But I get you. I, I don't think if, they, if, if he's going on a trade, mm. they probably strip the box. Yes, man. And they have to start but, again. But, that, that's but, why but, if his contract center is a free agent, he can just carry a bag and yeah, me, go to the box. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me shock you with a start. From 2017 to between 2017 and now, 2016 and now, four seasons, he's led in assists. And it's triple, he's also led, in, we know about triple doubles, but the fact that he's led in assists, which was the last four or five years, doesn't it show to you that that ball hugging aspect has dipped? He's more of a team player right now. That's what it is. I mean, last, I mean consider the stats because. Stats in football can be twisted. Stats in basketball honestly tend to tell you the true we story. Had a conversation in this yeah. Stats in basketball tend to tell the true story. Yes. It's, if, he's leading, if he's leading in assists, that does not create the pressure of a ball hugger. No, no, it doesn't. But um, my worry. Yeah, we just can't see it. No, I can't see because my my I just couldn't come to like or praise his achievements because I don't see it on the team side. Just the same way I have issues with James Harden, I can't see. But just like James Harden went to the on, next, just like James Harden gone to the next, how nobody believes he will be this. Uh, in, there's uh, no guarantees. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is that, but his play is multi-oriented, which is a surprise. Well, yeah, for me at least, well, I don't know about Buddy. It's a bit of a surprise. Until the bubble bus now. Until and, uh, the Eagles clash. You know, so... I think players get to a point, but the way they feel, okay, like you said, I'm a future Hall of Famer. I'll, I've, 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 I've made I've a lot of money. All. I've done it all except that get, ring. I don't mind. Just like somebody like Dwight Howard did last season. I don't mind playing second fiddle, going somewhere. In 20 years' time, I'll be able to say I have a ring. Yep. Even yeah. if I played limited minutes or even if I don't play a marquee role, in winning that ring, I have a ring. I, I, he has earned the right to do that, DG. Mm. Unfortunately, he has, he, has two, he has two more years left on his contract. He's on that contract from the 2023. Um, that's a long time in basketball. So if he wants to move now, it's it, it, it have to be a trade. Um, it has to be a trade, yeah. Yeah, it, it has to be a trade. Um, but yes, I, I think he has earned the right to do that. Uh, uh, it, it, the players, I mean, I mean if, if some, some, some of the players that we revere, Charles Barkley went looking for a ring. He didn't find one. He didn't find one. The um, ring is still missing. He's still missing. <laughs> Clyde Drexler went hunting for yeah. a ring. He got one with Akim Olajuwon. Akim Olajuwon, yeah. And so it's, it's not novel. Uh, that's what KD did. KD that's did what LeBron James did. Yeah. So yes, I think he has earned it. He has done enough for this league and this league. And he has, he has, he has, um, he has, um, uh, um, he has, um, he has broken, broken in, enough records to do that. Mm. And he, he needs to go to a team 
where you can have an extended prayer from because like, like I said, we'll go to it later. All those triple doubles that that's that, that all those struggles has been breaking, it's been the regular season. Mm. Because uh the playoff leaders um uh in, in triple doubles in total. Magic Johnson is at least that mm. leads us with 30 triple doubles in the playoffs, mm. in playoff history. The next player, and I'm sure he's going to, he's going to break that record, LeBron James, LeBron James with 28. Okay. And Jason, Jason Kidd with, with 11. Russell Westbrook, out of, out of his one line, one line, it's one triple doubles. Only 10 has come <laughs> during the playoffs. Could, they, could that be a fa- factor that hasn't made enough playoffs? That, that's what I'm saying. Mm. That it, it needs to go to a team where they'll be, where they'll try regular. And, 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 regular. In the it's not even for me. It's, it's not even now about him. Okay, uh, let, let, let me let me flip it. Or do you think he can stay at the Wizards, and the Wizards can bring in a couple of players that can make them contenders? Do the Wizards have that kind of clout? I don't think they do, because um, uh, first off, you know, you know the way the NBA works. It's all about salary caps. Yeah. So yeah. it means it means they want to rebuild again. He's a market player. For mm. them to do any trades or anything at all. They've got to trade him, yeah, or, or trade Bradley Beal. Yeah, that gives them a better chance or of trade Bra- or exactly, or, or trade Brad Bradley Beal. But he has more pulling power than Beal, so mm. they have to build around him. So he has to go hunting. Okay, let's for, assume even if he doesn't win a ring, uh, what's the legacy? Oh, he says basketball. It, <laughs> I, I, I do not agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that that was. In the, I, I think that's in the past that now. In the past, yeah. Uh, now it's like you said, it's mellow. This one of a team player. Even this morning, uh, in an interview after I broke the record, I said, "Look, for me, it's not even about the stats anymore. It's about mm-hmm. enjoying myself. No, no, I've left every, everything on the floor, and I've helped young, younger players grow. So yes, now it's thinking of legacy. Yes, but not in that direction. That one is, is done already. Mm-hmm. You find out that players, you know, we have players who have done so well. I always say this that I think a ring is important. But Absolutely. a lack of it might not necessarily diminish your greatness. Oh, of course not. In the um, sport. And we can mention quite a Right now, there's CP3, who I think he hasn't won a ring. Yeah. He may not win Come a ring. Alone. But his legacy, there are many players who never won a ring. Will he be seen in that light, Yemi? If at the end of his career, even if he doesn't win a ring, will he be seen in light as well? He didn't win a ring, but he's one of those that, well, you have to say, change the face of the game with his numbers. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But that, mm. shadow, that shadow will, will always be there. Yeah. Always be there. And one player that found out how big, how huge that shadow could be was um, Patrick Irwin. Yeah. yeah. Patrick, yeah. Patrick Irwin has his, um, his jersey hanging from the Raptors at the uh, Madison Square Garden. Mm. And recently, he went there for something and they were harassing, the security, the security guards were harassing him. And I said, man, that's my, that's my shirt hanging up from rafters. I need to get permission from you to move around this place. This was my home. So, and you know, he spent almost all of, I think all of his, all, all, all of his, his, his career in New York. So, if he had won a championship, you remember, Mm. Yeah, I've, I've been mm. a team legend so for me I think yes he'll be remembered for many many things and it's, like I said he's a shoe-in for yeah. the Hall of Fame probably yeah. at the first uh, nomination mm. but get that championship very important well not uh, happening hmm? not happening okay <laughs> but you say he has two years in his these days these days but these days you find players playing to the Mid to late thirties. Uh, if you have the you know, LeBron James, the, and then okay, even even CP3, I think is thirty yeah. six. So and he's so, a hard worker. Yeah. He's a hard so worker. I, I, it I, looks I like he's like taking five good care. Yeah. Taking so, him. Take so, good care of look, himself. DG, let me be bold now here and say it. 
when that contract signed in 2023, he's going hunting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and I'll back him on represent. <laughs> okay, that would definitely be interesting, but you have to grant it to Russell Westbrook. These numbers are staggering. They are staggering. And if you break a record that stood for almost 50 years with the quality of players that have come into the league in the intervening exactly. years, Whoa. it speaks volumes of the quality of the man. And it looks like he's me- me- mellowing, he's maturing. I like what he said. I agree, he's maturing. He's looking out for a ring. Maybe you'll find it. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe not. But still, Russell Westbrook. No, sorry. Russell T.D. T.D. Westbrook. Performance for the ages. On this note, we end the podcast for this week. Many thanks for joining us. We'll do it again next week. Have a great time, wherever you are in the world. In the world. We want to thank you for listening. Bye-bye.